0: Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master Craftsman Photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy.
1: We see our customers as invited guests to a party and we are the hosts. It is our job every day to make Every important aspect of the customer experience a little bit better. This is a quote by Jeff Bezos. So, hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of The Profitable Photographer. I think you're going to get so much out of today's conversation with Bruce and Josh Hudson. Before we get started, I want to share with you how much I would love to support you in growing your profitable photography business and help you create the life that you dream about. If you would like to connect one-on-one with me, please reach out at lucy at lucydumas.com. Send me an email or lucydumascoaching.com. And it's Lucy with an I. And I do offer four free strategy sessions per month. So if you'd like to apply, please let me know and we can have a chat. So here's a little about today's guests. Bruce Hudson is a master craftsman photographer, he's an author, and an educator. He was a professional musician and educator until starting his nationally recognized portrait photography business with his dear wife, Sue, in 1982 in the Seattle area. He has photographed a long list of noteworthy subjects, including President Bush Sr., and Me. (laughs) I have a beautiful portrait that Bruce created of me many years ago at a workshop, and it is a large piece of art in my home and still one of the best and most meaningful photographs anyone has ever taken of me. He is an amazing photographer. So Josh is also joining us. He's Bruce's son, and he's been with Hudson Portrait Design for 12 years He manages the business of keeping clients coming through the door. He's also a speaker and he owns a social media marketing agency called H5 Creative. They also have a show on Photo Talk Radio Northwest. It's on Saturdays at 4 p.m. I was a guest a few weeks ago, so it's fun to have my turn to put them in the hot seat. So, I want to have a big San Diego profitable photographer. Welcome to Bruce and Josh Hudson. Thank you guys for being here.
0: Thanks for having us. You bet.
1: I'm excited. Having been on your show, it's kind of fun to turn the tables and have you on my show. So Bruce, can you tell me briefly how you guys got started in the photography business?
2: Yeah, photography was always a hobby for me in high school, and I kind of learned at an early age I could make money at it, selling 8x10s for a buck and 5x7s for 50 cents to cheerleaders and, you know, gymnastic teams and things like that. So I learned at an early age that you could make money at this. I actually was a musician, and my whole goal was to be a professional trumpet player and a high school band director, and that's what I went to college for, and that's what I ended up doing. And so Sue and I got married fairly young. I was twenty, she was twenty-one, going on my third year in, in college. And a lot of our friends in the music department up at Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington, they were getting married. And back in, you know, the mid seventies, you just kinda of go in a field and put flowers in your hair and, and you know, have your pictures taken and you're married. And it's kind of that way in California, I think, still. But <laughs> what did you say, Josh? <laughs> yeah. So when I Got my first teaching job. We actually started doing weddings on weekends. A lot of them were students of mine that were their older brothers and sisters that were getting married. And at that time, we charged a whopping $185 per wedding. And so, yeah, (laughs) probably about 1980, 81, we were doing upwards of 100 weddings a year. And in 1982, I kind of got burned out of teaching. And after four years of, of teaching, we decided to open our first studio in the strip mall. And that was also the the same year that Josh was born. So a lot going on back then, you know, being our, our first business and interest rates actually were 18%. Mm-hmm. Our first business loan was 18% back in the Jimmy Carter days. Thank you, Jimmy Carter. And so, you know, things have, have changed since then. You know, we evolved into what we, what we are today. And I I really credit a lot of the education that, that I had back then. And, and I know that you studied with a lot of the same people I did, people like Ken Whitmire, Chuck Lewis, Lisa Evans, who's from, you know, Northern California, incredible photographer and and educator. And so by learning a lot of the strategies, especially the sales strategies, it really catapulted our, our business to the point where, We, you know, pretty much about 85, 86 started making a pretty darn good living in the business, and to the point where, you know, by the time Josh and McKenna got to be college age, we were able to uh, put them through college out of pocket without any student loans. Nice. Welcome, by the way. Yeah. Thank you
1: very much. (laughs) Yes. Hi, Josh. Mentioning those teachers, I have to say that when Charles Lewis went all around the United States preaching the the wall portrait, you know, getting us all into the cult right. <laughs> quote unquote, of wall portraits. I was still doing primarily weddings, but then I began to sell wall portraits to my engagement couples and albums and including them in the wedding packages and so forth. And then when I switched to being a children's portrait photographer, I was already, you know, for me the value, as I know for you, the value of Art in people's homes is something that, you know, I never looked back in selling stacks of 8x10s or anything. So when Bruce and his lovely wife, Sue, were traveling the country teaching photographers how to have successful portrait businesses, we became friends, and I got really hooked on his idea of creating great relationships with your clients. There's a quote that I ran across. Indifference and neglect often do more damage than outright dislike by J.K. Rowling. And I guess the part of that I like is not neglecting our clients. So can you share about your concept that you titled The Relationographer that you also have a book of the same name?
2: Yeah, we made it through that first Christmas of, of 82. And, you know, we had quite a few weddings booked at the time. And we had portraits and we had, you know, teams and things like that. So there was definitely some cash flow going on that first, you know, three, four months that we were in business. And then, you know, after Christmas left us and now it's January, the phones were not ringing. And so Sue and I are looking at each other. We're going, you know, we better, we better learn this marketing stuff because if we're going to stay in business, we need to make sure that we have clients coming through the door. So we started really studying with some of the best. And when I say study, I mean, reading their books, books like how to win customers and keep them for life and, you know, different things like that, guerrilla marketing customers for life a lot of those kind of books and they all kind of preach that what you need to do is maintain the relationships with your clients rather than always trying to beat the brush to look for new ones and there's been different you know statistics about this but what we found it probably takes close to 10 times as much time energy and money to attract new clients than it does to keep the old ones and so we kind of uh, decided to to do the relationship marketing type of business model where, you know, we work with the the client as maybe a high school senior and, you know, they like what we did. And so we keep in touch with them in in various ways so that in five to 10 years later, now they're getting ready to to get married. And who do they think of? They think of us. So a a little bit of it is, you know, having great customer service and giving them a, a great experience so that they wouldn't even think of going anywhere else. But The other component that I think most photographers and most business people are really lazy about is keeping in touch with their existing clients via, you know, newsletters or you know, this day and age e newsletters or having client appreciation events, all all those kind of things. So we just found that over the years it's a lot more cost effective to maintain, you know, the relationship with your clients than always having to go after new people. And it's especially if you've already you know, worked with them and they have a a beautiful 30 by 40 or 40 by 50 on their wall, you know, five, six, seven years later, when they're ready to update that, they're already educated. They already know, you know, that you're expensive. They already know the proper size that they should have on their wall based on, you know, the way the portrait is taken and the head size and all that kind of stuff. So it truly is a great business model to, you know, maintain the relationship. And that's what the book is all about.
1: Mm -hmm. So, I've always been really impressed with the way that you stay in touch with clients, the special events, how you wine and dine them. So can you share with me some of those kind of out of the box for what I think most people do?
0: Yeah. And uh, hey, this is Josh. We kind of sound similar. So yep. I'm going sit here a little bit. Yeah. Client events and events at the studio has always been a big part of our marketing mix. Um, a couple of years ago, when we kind of, we sold the uh, the studio building that we were in and kind of downsized a little bit as we like to call it, right sizing kind of after the recession. And, you know, now that digital is here, it's, you know, you don't need a full staff of people masking negatives and all that stuff. So we just didn't need all the space that we had had previously needed. So we kind of had the conversation. Do we go to like maybe more of a home studio model? I mean, we're doing pretty much everything on location anyway, except consultations and the sales. You know, do we do like a shared workspace? That's kind of a big thing here in the Seattle area. You know, there's a lot of tech startups and things like that. There's a lot of shared work environments that are very cool. But we chose to, to actually still go and have a brick and mortar studio. We just kind of downsized. We moved to kind of a trendy industrial kind of office complex. that um, was actually a little bit more convenient for some of our clients from the Seattle and Bellevue areas, which is a little bit further north than us, you know, to come down on the freeway. And one of the reasons why we chose to do that was... We like to do client events, and we like to have space to do it. We're a member of three different chamber of commerces. We host after hours here at the studio all the time. We love hosting happy hours. Uh, like when my dad joined his uh, his BNI group about five six years ago, one of the first things we did was schedule a happy hour and invite all the BNI people to come to the studio. You know, you know, to see that we are actually illegitimate. legitimate. <laughs> photography operation not just somebody out of their house which nothing against that mm-hmm. but you know it's when you go to these networking groups you know photographers are diamond dime a dozen so how are you going to stand out so we really wanted to kind of lay out the red carpet for them and and have them down to the studio and we do that for our, our current clients as well one of my my favorite ones we hear recently every year now instead of sitting here till you know five o'clock on christmas eve waiting for that last client to pick up their order Usually a day or two before Christmas Eve, I schedule a happy hour. So make it like five to eight here at the studio. We'll have really good wine. We'll have good craft beer. My dad loves to cook. I love to cook. My wife is an amazing cook. So we, you know, we make appetizers and we make, we make it a party. We make it an event. They're going to come pick up their their order. You know, we usually give them a little free gift. Over the years, we've had our own Hudson's designer roast coffee. A good client of ours owns a roasting plant. So he makes a coffee for us with our own custom label. And then we've got our Hudson's latte mugs. You know, we're from Seattle. We're really into that kind of stuff. So, you know, and it was a good opportunity for having that touch point. And that's really what, what these events are all about is, is having another touch point with our clients. Over the years, we've done, uh, you know, dinners at, at a wine bar or dinners at a winery where we'll have a client who's maybe a personal chef who, you know, maybe we'll do some commercial work for her. And instead of taking money up front, we'll bank that towards trade and have her do an event. Um, Had a client last year who flew us up to Desolation Sound, which is up in British Columbia in Canada. You can only get there by float plane. Float plane drops you off in the middle of the ocean. The little Zodiac picks us up and takes him to his yacht. And we did family portraits for a weekend at his favorite little cove up there. And, you know, for what this guy invested in as a thank you, we hosted a dinner party at his home and brought our client who's a private chef to come and cook dinner for him and his family and us. And and that was our thank you to him. So we do a lot of that kind of stuff because no, really not even other photographers, but no other businesses are going to take the time to do that. And when no. you do that kind of stuff, it's not, you know, back in the old days, it was kind of the water cooler marketing concept where people are going to talk about it at the water cooler at work the next day. Oh man, can you believe that my photographer, you know, took a group of us to the Seattle Mariners baseball game in a suite and paid for everything and you know nowadays it's all social media you know people posting selfies and oh my gosh our photographer brought a private chef to our home that just cooked a steak and lobster you know wow yeah, <laughs> and going, yeah. Hey, you use that you know who's that guy who's you know right but you know when somebody's coming in and spending the kind of dollars they're spending I mean come on you know it's what we do to, to create that relationship and keep it going
1: and it sounds like food and wine is a lot of times involved so you get to live the good life and call it marketing
0: (laughs) right it's all about (laughs) write-offs right?
1: and drinking good wine and eating good food and having fun what is an average great sale for you not the one where you you know like open champagne well you do that all the time obviously but what is a what is a standard great sale for you guys
2: it really depends on, you know, what product it is with wall, portrait. I, with wall portraits. I mean, with high school seniors, um, some of our packages have wall portraits. And in the past few years, we've also added albums. So that's kind of doubled the sale. So, you know, anywhere between I'd say two to, you know, 4,000 with or 5,000 with high school seniors is a good sale. When we are doing families, you know, I like at least A minimum of that. I mean, we've had you know weddings close to fifty thousand, and or a family portrait session or a portrait sale. You know, very close to fifty thousand. Which you know, that'd be great if it happened once a year. Right. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't. But I I would say probably four to six would be a good kind of average sale for families. Anytime we go into the five figures with families, I I feel that's a good sale.
1: Yeah, mine is in that. Three to nine seems to be the range, and I like to sell more than one wall portrait. I decorate uh-huh. their whole house and <laughs> and that adds up i also I love hearing you say that because I had a a little Facebook message from somebody who had had a discussion with someone who said, You know digital files are the way everything's going, so you might as well stop selling art, stop teaching people about wall portraits, because nobody's going to want that anymore. And so I love that you can be another voice that's saying, people are buying wall portraits, people want full service people. I mean, the kind of things that you do, the relationships that you build, it's incredible. And why wouldn't they want something gorgeous to remember that experience? And So, why wouldn't people want to have art for their homes and want to keep coming back for more because you create such a great experience?
0: Yeah, and uh, every time we, trust me, we get, you know, we've had several different, you know, educational websites and mentoring programs over the years. And, and, you know, we've, you know, taught in pretty much every, all 50 states, you know, Canada, New Zealand, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we've talked to photographers for years and, every time I have one tell me, you know, should I, should I even take prints off my prices? I go, yeah, go ahead and take it off because I want to be the only one who's still selling them. <laughs> and they laugh and I go, look, I go, we made it through, you know, the recession. We made it through the digital transition and it was hard. I mean, I, I would take phone calls and like, do you sell digital files? And we don't. And they say, okay. And they just hang up the phone. It just, it was hard. And my dad and I had heart to heart conversations. They said, dad, we, You know, if the economy's in the crapper, we could use some sales here. And he goes, no, he goes, I'm not going to do it. It's not the best way to enjoy these. We're going to hold fast. And I'm glad we did because even millennial buyers that are coming in now, they'll talk about like, well, you know, the guy who did our wedding gave us everything on a CD. And my dad's like, what have you done with them? Well, they're all still on that CD. And my dad's like, well, you better do, you better back them up because CD ROMs are going away and those things only last for about seven years. And they're like, seriously? And I said, yeah. And, you know, and they basically are saying, look, I don't want just all the files like I got the last time. I want, I want something for the home, you know, and for like a millennial buyer, you know, the metals have worked really well mm-hmm. in some of the more contemporary products that they're into. But it's funny because we'll, we'll even have, have younger people that come in like a young family and they'll say, well do we get digital copies? And we, we give what we call social sharing files. So anything that you purchase a print, put in an album, wall going to be retouched. We're going to give you a, um, a file that you can post on social media. And, and that's all people really want it for, you know, and right. I, and I stopped saying no and started saying, what do you want that for? Oh, I just, I want to be able to share it with my friends. Right. You know, people are proud of their family. They want to put it on their Facebook right. feed up on Instagram. So, you know, my dad and I kind of figured out this way to do that without cheapening our product. And, It actually gave me a good talking point because now when people call and say, do you sell digital files? I said, no, absolutely not. They're complimentary. Ah. Changes the conversation, right? Get them in for the consultation, educate them, move on. So people are buying prints and people are asking us, they go, so I've got these images from my wedding and now that I've seen kind of what you do, like, where can I even get these printed? Like they don't even, they don't even know where you can go to get them printed.
1: Yeah. Well, why would they? Because a professional portrait lab is not available. No client. I mean, there are some that will sell to anyone, but, but it's also, we live in, to learn that the difference yeah. between Costco and, you know, someone that's a commercial lab. Yeah.
0: But we also live in the economy of convenience nowadays. I mean, you don't even have to go to the fricking grocery store anymore. You can order everything online and have it delivered to you. If I, if my daughter wants a Starbucks, she can Uber eats a Starbucks to our house. I mean, we are in this economy of convenience. People do not like to be put out at all. Right, That's actually one thing I've told a lot of photographers. I go, look, I go, by going full service, by being with that client from A to Z and handling everything for them, that's the new normal, guys. It's not the hand over a USB and let them go do what they want to do with it. The type of people that are going to go out and want to print their own stuff to save money are not your clients anyway, but it's the people that want everything done for them right. that convenience they're willing to pay for it. Trust me. I look at my neighbors and I'm like, you got freaking 10 Amazon boxes every day on your front porch. Right. What do you so, oh yeah, well we've got the auto auto thing for toilet paper and the auto thing for baby food and you know so that that's what I would say to that.
1: <laughs> yes. Well and what I like to share when I'm coaching people is really what we are selling is us. It's become a lonelier and lonelier world because everything's so convenient, what you just said. So maybe someone else's work would be equally good, maybe better than mine, but I get to be their friend. They get to be my friend. We get to spend time together. You guys take it to such an extreme that, in such an amazing way that they're really buying not just the experience of the... Portrait session, but the experience of knowing you. You're both amazing humans. And so, everybody that I coach, I'm sure everybody that you work with and coach, they're like really special people that like people. And I know when I'm investing well, I want to like the salesperson. I want to feel good about it. I want to feel like they're listening to me, they care about me. And I'll pay more for that. And So yeah, I know we're on the same page with that. So I know that Bruce may need to step out before we're finished because he's got people that are wanting his photography and that's just fine because Josh and I, we can keep going if that happens. Yes.
0: Yep. That'll be, that'll be great.
1: Okay. So Bruce, whenever I saw your program, you always talked about newsletters and I always would go home and say, this is it this is the time I'm finally going to start doing that because I'll admit that I have not had enough of a team for many years of my career. And I was a do it all myself person. Figuring out how to get a newsletter done was my kryptonite. (laughs) So can you share with me briefly, how the heck do you get a printed newsletter created and do it, you know, quarter after quarter, year after year?
2: Yeah, and it's it's actually probably one of the best strategies um, as far as relationship marketing that we, we've we done over the years. And I'll I'll start out by, you know, giving Sue most of the credit, back to all the credit, because she was the one that, who wrote it. She could write it as if she was just sitting across the table having a cup of coffee with you. And her philosophy and what, you know, she always said is make sure that you personalize what you're doing, not commercialize it because it seems like a lot of times people when they when they put out a newsletter or they put out a promotion it's always about money 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 save 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 with a newsletter it should be more personalized about your family about the business about a lot of different things so with with that said we always try to have most of the uh, the copy in the newsletter be more personalized so it might be you know what's going on with the kids and at that time it was you know Josh McKenna growing up and now it's the grandkids type of thing, um, or it might be a you know featured portrait, or like Josh mentioned, going up to Desolation Sound in British Columbia. We would call that a dream assignment, and so we would have a section that would be a dream assignment. Um, we would have what we call anchor stories that are you know similar each time. It might be the Hudson kids, or back in the day we had a cat called Retouch, a studio cat, and. So a column in the newsletter was from, you know, Retouch's perspective, kind of like Garfield, you know, talking about dogs being stupid and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And now today we have a, a studio dog, Posh. And so, you know, she has a column, you know, from a dog's perspective at the studio. So, you know, once you do that first newsletter and you get the design kind of figured out, dialed in, and you have a good designer, a good printer, that can do that for you. It's almost like they have built a template that you can now kind of plug and play, send them images, send them copy. Right. Um, for, you know, for a long time, we used Marathon Press in Norfolk, Nebraska. They're amazing people. Now I'm using somebody local in my B&I group who I, I'm able to, You know, with B&I, I'm getting credit using her and her quality is now finally up to the level that Marathon Press has been able to do for us. And so anyway, she's created these templates now for us. In fact, I just sent our fall newsletter information to her. So I sent her the images, I sent her the, um, the copy, and she'll lay it out with, you know, the way it looked last time, but, you know, just updated for fall. And that type of thing. So once you do that first one, Lucy, the rest are a lot easier. I think one thing that most businesses really do very poorly is keeping track of their clients and their client list. That is really the lifeblood of your business is your, your, uh, your clients. We had a studio software that many years ago wasn't available anymore. And so we actually had to transfer everything just to Excel, which was really stupid right now we're using 13 is it 13 hats i believe 17 you've got 17 the 13 hats. version <laughs> yeah 17 hats we're only using 13 hats no and they have a great CRM program yeah. in there so we've been able to transfer everything over there but that is that is really really important to get all that information in one place so you can um, draw on it and also you can categorize the type of clients that that you have i know back when soon i were teaching and you were in the you know in the room probably we talked about our A clients or B clients or C clients oh, or D yeah. clients, that type of thing and right now we have our kind of A clients and then the rest of the clients so so,
1: so my that. takeaway is get a Sue what's that <laughs> so my takeaway from that for the newsletter is to get a Sue yeah. or somebody to help set it up
2: or a Josh now
1: or a Josh yes yeah. so raise a Josh or marry a Sue or <laughs> hire a Sue right. and Do what you do best and get help with those areas that other people can do.
2: Absolutely. Better. Absolutely. And that's, you know, we're artists. It's hard for artists to do that kind of stuff. I get it. I'm one of them. I think that's one reason why I'm really fortunate to have Josh because Josh got his mom's organizational genes. And so it allows me to do what I do best. And then, you know, he he gets to kind of mop up after me (laughs) and keep me in line and stuff.
1: So for people that wonder why Sue is not in the call she is no longer with us but obviously her love her skill her heart her specialness lives on in not just Josh and Bruce and his family but people that she touched throughout the world
2: Yeah she she touched so many people's lives and it was it was such an honor to be on stage with her uh it's it's kind of funny um Josh and I get accused now of oh, you guys must rehearse, you know, what you're saying over and over again. And soon I got kind of accused of that also. And no, it's just, you know, we were just able to share, you know, with, you know, hundreds, thousands of photographers, what, you know, what's working and what wasn't working. And it's, it's a pleasure to do that now with my son who grew up in the business, hating the business because it Mm -hmm. took, you know, him away from, Playing with his friends on the weekends because he was out assisting me at weddings <laughs> or holding reflectors or, or things like that. So, but you know, it kind of got in his. It's in his DNA, and he he loves the business side of it, and um, very lucky to to have him. So, so Lucy, I'm going to have to step out and let you uh, talk with Josh because I have a client. Does that Great. sound okay. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much for being on my show and for being my friend for all these years, and I look forward to the next time we see each other and can have a good hug.
2: You bet. All right. Thank you. And I'll let you talk to Josh.
1: Okay, doke. So, Hey Josh, thanks for being just you and I now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know we got, the, we got the old guy out of the room. Now we can. Yeah. Talk, now the party can the start stuff. Yeah.
1: I wish I had a little noise maker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at your website and I noticed something interesting. Okay. You had a photo class with a lead magnet. And some people may not know what a lead magnet is that are not in the coaching world, yep. but it's something where you have an enticement or a gift or a reason for somebody to opt in so that they get in your mailing list and other things so that you can, you can market to them. You can send them promotions, newsletters, other ways to keep you top of mind. So tell me about the lead magnet of the photo classes.
0: Yeah, and uh, I guess to premise this, so we're, we're really big into um, to niche marketing or niche or however you want to pronounce it. So we actually, we have separate websites set up for a lot of different, the products that we sell. So the one that you're referring to, Lucy, is our Hudson's Photo Workshops, which is uh, we do beginner and advanced photo classes out of the studio which is funny because that in itself actually is a lead magnet for our portrait work. Um, yes. which we can talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, on Hudson's Photoworkshops.com, right there on the homepage, just below the fold, you can opt in for it's uh, like Bruce's seven secrets to instantly improve your photography. And it's just a downloadable guide we put together. So people click there, put in their, their email and their first name, and we will send them this, this PDF file and basically, it's, it's the seven things we cover in our basic photography class. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's, good, it's good information, but it's meant to sort of entice them to maybe want to learn more. And so that particular lead magnet is that. It's that PDF guide. And then that's actually what we call a, it's a double opt-in. So we ask for their first name and email up front just to get the guide. And then they get an, email, an automated email that goes to them saying, hey, by the way, you know, we'd love to send you a $25 gift card towards your first class with us. If you're interested, just email back with your full address and we'll pop it in the mail. Excellent. Um, yeah. And so it's probably about 30% of the people who opt in for the free PDF guide will do the second opt-in for the um, for the gift card. And then we're about a 10% rate of those people who get the gift card who actually will book a class. So, you know, if I'm doing a Facebook ad campaign and I'm throwing traffic to that particular opt in, you know, if I get a hundred people to click on it and opt in 30 people will want the gift card. And then from that, you know, I'll get three or four people that will, you know, do the class and classes are 125 each. So, you know, make, make 500 bucks, <laughs> you know, from that, uh, getting them. So, to come to so the class. you get,
1: so the advantage you get paid to market.
0: Yes. Yes. So over the last, yeah, the last few years, that's been my strategy. I'm tired of money going out. I like money coming in. So we've actually changed a lot of our marketing to accommodate that for me.
1: So I can hear people thinking, hey, wait a minute. If you teach them how to photograph, why on earth would they want to come to you for portraits? So can you explain how that works when someone comes to a class, how that can turn into an awesome client?
0: Yeah, well, the short answer is, you know, when we look at our perfect client profile, we know that one of the characteristics of people who invest in wall portraiture is that they enjoy photography and they see it as art. So deducting from that, teaching photo classes actually brings people to your studio who are interested in photography, see it as an art form, and you're more likely to be able to sell artwork to that person than just some random person off of the street.
1: Wow. So, that, yeah. You you guys are so smart.
0: <laughs> we try. <laughs> so
1: how did you get that idea?
0: Well, we actually been teaching classes for, gosh, almost 25 years. My dad actually, um, he's a Rotarian. So during the slower months, January, February, March, he would actually go out and teach a quick 20, 30 minute, seven steps to better photography to these Rotary clubs because they need a speaker every week for their meeting. Right. So he'd reach out to them and, and it's a way more interesting topic than... um uh, you know, supplemental insurance or something like that. And so, you know, you can't be salesy. Um, if you start handing out business cards and stuff, they'll, they'll pull you, but he basically just goes out and it's a way to kind of build with our authority in the community. And after each presentation, he'd have about a dozen Rotarians come up to him saying, Oh my gosh, you know, my wife's birthday's tomorrow. She's always talked about a family portrait. Do you have gift certificates? And that's actually the story of the gentleman who flew us up to Desolation Sound to photograph him and his family on their yacht that's actually how he became a client. His wife was pregnant. It was her birthday. He bought our first year baby plan, wrote a check for it right there. I and mean, that was 13 years ago. And he's been a client ever since. So we had already been doing these photo classes on a smaller scale for these service clubs. We just expanded it to a four hour class and decided to teach it out of the studio. Um, and this was really a way to bring in new business and get people through the studio doors during the recession when, when the economy was bad and I mean, our, our studio revenue was down 75%. We had mm-hmm. to figure out something to, you know, I mean, even our best clients who, you know, could write a check and buy our studio. They're not worried about family portraits. They're worried about tuition. They're worried about keeping the right. vacation home. You know, we, we needed to find a way to become relevant again. And these photo classes put us to the forefront and we're now converting these people via um, some different marketing strategies on the back end into clients. I mean, I just booked a consultation this morning. Her email said, hey, I've taken a few classes with Bruce. Love his work. I just found out that I'm pregnant and I'd like to make a consultation for a maternity session. Every day, I'm booking people that are former students and about wow. half of our new portrait business every year that are brand new clients are coming from these classes.
1: I love it. Now my head has exploded on that <laughs> so thank you. So we are almost out of time, but I know you have some other marketing tips that people might not know about.
0: Yeah. Um, well kind of getting back to the lead magnet thing. I mean, that's really been one of the biggest shifts in our marketing the last few years, like on our Hudson's, um, Hudsonportraits.com website, there's an opt-in for a free family portrait guide. Now this is actually a family portrait guide that we have printed professionally by Marathon Press. It's like a booklet. It's eight pages long. We also have our evergreen newsletter that's like a magazine. That's a couple pages long. And I will actually put those in a fake uh, express envelope that you can buy from companies like 3dmailresults.com. It looks like it's an f- express envelope, but I just put normal postage on it. But it, it goes <laughs> it goes overnight here in the Seattle area, You know, even through just first class. But I actually, people opt in and I actually overnight them a family portrait guide, our evergreen newsletter, which is like a mega brochure for us, any supplemental marketing stuff like our portraits and leaves, I'd throw that in there, Bruce's bio. Um, Basically, it's like in marketing, they call it the bomb. Uh Sending that to these people instead of just sending a PDF guide or just, or, you know, something like, oh, just go and fill out my questionnaire on my Google Doc. No, like one thing that I'm learning is the more steps that I can make people go through, the better the lead is at the end of the funnel. Mm. Like this lead magnet, people are opting in for it. They have to give us all their info. I'm mailing it to them. I'm following up with them. Hey, did you receive it? What'd you think? And then from there, we're, we're booking the consultation and getting them in. I'm just noticing that the quality of the lead that's coming out at the other end versus when we used to just email a guide kind of thing through the, through our portrait website. Mm -hmm. Um, Is is a lot higher quality. And we're also doing this on our high school senior site. You know, we've got our parent survival guide and it's, you know, six tips for surviving senior portraits. And basically, it just goes over everything that I would go over on the phone with them. And it's just in a PDF form and it's got images and testimonials. And parents are opting in for that. And then now I've got someone to follow up with. And we basically have replaced the old fashioned. Four piece mailers that we'd spend six, seven thousand dollars on every year, mailing to the high school seniors. I've replaced that with spending about three hundred dollars in Facebook and Instagram ads and throwing traffic at this page where people can opt in for the parent survival guide. And our booking rate has skyrocketed after we did that.
1: Wow. So tell me if I'm right about my assumption. So this works because they get into your world. And then you have follow-ups, you have your newsletters, you have emails, you have other things that you're doing to stay in touch with them, even if when they get that guide, they don't do anything with it. They're in your world now.
0: Yep. And it's it's all about building up our database. And right. Yeah. People may not be ready now, but they're going to get our newsletter. And then, you know, like in January, when things get slow, I can say, okay, I can go pull From 17 hats, you know, everybody who's tagged as, you know, family portrait opt-in from the last year and come up with a campaign. And maybe that campaign is, Hey, we know that you were interested last year. You know, we sent you the guide. We never heard from you. You know, if you decide to maybe pull the trigger and do a family portrait session here in January, you know, we'll give you a free designer frame with any wall portrait investment, you know, maybe try a value added promotions. So, I mean, that's, that's the control and the power you have when you do marketing like this when you get people to opt in and you tag them because now I can go through and like, Oh, well this person opted in for a pet promotion. Maybe we'll do another pet promotion. Now I've got a whole pool of people that have already showed interest in pet promotions that I can market to first. So
1: I love that and how you explain that because I personally think that a lot of people create magazines and different things that they're going to send to clients, but they're not. And it basically accomplishes very little yeah because they don't have a machine that is working for them the machine is josh and whoever else helps you <laughs> with with all of that but you're doing relationography even for people that aren't yet a client that you're building that relationship you're staying in touch you're keeping people categorized so you know if you're, you're going to do a pet promotion that you've got, you've got a database of all that. Am I tracking right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely correct, yes.
1: So we're really almost out of time, but when I saw that you personally have a business called, is it H5?
0: H5 Creative, yeah. yeah.
1: So if I were going to hire you, it's a social media marketing and PR firm.
0: Yeah, so- I would call it a creative agency. But yeah, I mean, it's, we do, yeah, we we're marketing consultants, my wife and I.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we might want to talk on this side on that. So how do we get in touch with you for that? The H5?
0: For that, honestly, just email me, josh at hudsonportraits.com. I actually, two years ago, I took down our own, I took down the website for that business because I got too busy. Okay. And my wife, transitioned into, uh, one of our clients actually hired her full time to be her marketing director. And when she slid the number across the table, we could not say no to it. So, uh, my wife actually got into the real estate industry ah. and she's now one of the top buyer's agents in South King County here on the top team in South King County for real estate. So with her getting so busy, I actually stopped taking new clients, but on a case by case basis, I do work with, you know, with people. So if anyone is interested in just even having like a strategy session and talking about what they could do to maybe, you know, have a Josh in your business, um, I'd be more than happy to do that for your listeners. So just email me, josh at hudsonportraits.com and we can chat. Great.
1: And I know you have a business with your dad called Hudson Success, Mm -hmm. politically incorrect education for photo (laughs) entrepreneurs. So is there a (laughs) website for that?
0: There is. It's kind of a temporary website right now. HudsonSuccess.com. Just I threw it real quick, GoDaddy one. Um, We do have a couple of uh, educational things that we sell on there that as we're transitioning to our new website, which is going to be very cool. We've been working on it for about a year and a half. I just needed something temporary up there. But yeah, Hudson Success, you can learn more about some of our teachings. And I kind of threw in the politically incorrect thing because my dad and I tend to be very direct and we don't like to hold anything back. You know, we're all in this together and you know, if it's working for me, I want it to work for other photographers. We, we host seminars here for photographers who literally have their studios two miles away from us. You know, I'm not competing with them. I'm competing with the Disneyland vacation or the new car or, or the, you know, the vacation to Europe. So I want everybody to, I want everyone to be at our level.
1: <laughs> Josh, I love that you say that because I get in these conversations where people are like, oh, I'm not going to teach in my, in my area. One of my my favorite photographers who's not with us, Victor Avila, I'm sure you you know who he was. Yep. He would not teach a class in San Diego. And it's just, I think that a rising tide floats all boats. Yep. And also, that's why I have people like you and your dads on my show, because I want people to learn and grow and whoever might be right for them as a teacher, I support that. And people who would hire me for what I do would also reach out to you for what you do. So I just don't believe in, in competition. I love the colleague idea and I know you and your dad, you know, I love that you know that too. Absolutely. So that being said, you have a special offer for listeners. So what is that and how can they jump on the opportunity?
0: Yeah. So we put together a photo workshops blueprint. It is a turnkey system for teaching photo classes in your community and turning that into a profitable marketing endeavor for you. If you go to Hudsonsuccess.com, click on shop, you will see it as one of the products in there. Enter the promo code Lucy and we'll take $300 off and give you a free coaching call, which is $150 value as well. Can't lose with that. So thanks a zillion, Josh, and to your dad,
1: Bruce. You know, your friendship and inspiration over many years has been very special to me. And I know it has been super valuable to my listeners. And I want to thank everyone for listening. In case you don't yet have a copy of my ebook, 10 Big Ideas for Marketing Photography in the Real World, just go to lucydumascoaching.com, Lucy with an I, and sign up. So thanks again, Josh, and to your dad and look forward to seeing you guys in the future.
0: Awesome, thanks, Lucy.
1: Thank you, Josh. Bye now. Bye.
0: You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.